Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Thanks to our new sponsor, Factor. Factor delivers delicious, fresh, never frozen meals that are ready to heat and eat in two minutes. Head to go.factor75.com slash TMS60 and use the code TMS60 to get 60% off your first box. Coming up on TMS, which way does your toilet flow? I know him. He's a friend from the oven. Hail Santa. Genie, 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 genie. There's something about your man. <laughs> Shepherd in spirit. Genie is still having it. It's no filth. Dirts for the bowl. Mount Sanford and Son. Oh my gorge. <laughs> Flabbergasted flossy owners. SeaTac, so tacky. Immediate Marsha Gay Hardens. Uh, again with the plums. <laughs> Getting drilled with Bill and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. All I want to do is save you money. And to prove it, you can put a water bed on layaway for just $10 down. Okay, I did the finger bit again. Do it again. Wait a minute, we weren't ready to open. You caught me with my pants down. But no one sells carpet or waterbeds for less than to prove it. You can put it on layaway for just $10. Here's your homework, you lucky knob. The Morning Stream. Good. Real good. Good morning. Welcome back to TMS. It's Tuesday, December 6th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson, and that is Brian Ibbett. Hello. Hello. Holy crap. It's Brian Ibbett, everybody. It's me. What a it's catch. What a, what a catch this is for the show to get <laughs> to get Brian Ibbett. It's amazing. Uh, thank yeah. you. Thank you for uh, taking time out of your crazy celebrity career to, to be here today. Uh, you know, that's that's what I do. I uh, you know, happy to uh, Happy to you know hang out with the little people. Yeah, you got no. You don't want to forget where you came from. You know, you gotta right exactly. You gotta hang out with us. Uh, it's good to have you, of course, and all of you uh, at home listening. I'll get this out of the way early. Our, a our, uh, of course, very regular person to our community and a very important moderating force in our mm, community. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. Jeannie had a birthday today. Happy she, she still does. She's still having it. Yeah, she's like, still having it. <clears throat> There's no had. It's only have. And uh, <laughs> still, still, uh, still celebrating it. I hope your husband does something nice for you, and uh, maybe those puppets you guys have. I hope they do something nice for you. I That'd hope be they cool. sing happy birthday to you. And yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Here's that little kid. Happy birthday to you. We'll give you the whole treatment here, Jeannie. Congratulations on. Uh, rotating around the sun yet one more time, <laughs> and and that's not the last we'll hear of it. There might be something at the end of the show oh, for her as well. 
Requesty, Just requesty. Okay, well, mu- get your music on, everybody, because later Jeannie's name rises from the ashes once again. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's get going here. We got a. Um, I want to just read this email fast because it's it's kind of a nothing burger of an email, but I'm annoyed by it, and I want to. I, I want Jeff to. <laughs> I love it. I want Jeff to write back. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Jeff right. Sire, aka Bronco, wrote in. He says, "Scott, just listening to Core. Do you want an explanation about water direction north versus south of the equator? So we had a we got no conversation about the whole myth, or is it a myth that? Toilets flush differently beyond below right. the equator. Right. The water goes counterclockwise versus clockwise, depending on which hemisphere you are. Yes. And though I don't think I've ever been, I don't think even southern China is below the equator. So I don't think I've ever actually been below the equator, unless Tijuana or parts of Mexico count, because I have been there. But I've never been yep. to like South, South America or even yeah, Central. Yeah, it has to be South. South America is where the... Or Ecuador technically is where the equator passes through. So yeah, Cancun, Cancun, not low enough, right? Still not low enough. Okay. No. So I, so but I actually, Australia was. Yeah, Australia was, and so yeah. Did you when you were in Australia? You've been. Did you I see? Did. It, did the toilet go a different way? Did you notice? Do we want to? We can wait. Let's wait until Jeff. Jeff talks about it. Well, we can. I just all I'm saying okay. is it, this, yes, it's the Coriolis, uh, Coriolis effect, Coriolis effect. So, it, so in your mind, this is the reason I'm establishing it's, this. You're saying, you're saying, yes, it does go the other direction. It, it does, but it's there's so much. It's um, the toilet is a bad example because uh, any imperfections in the way the water comes out of the the rim cause the water to go in whatever direction it's going to go. You can make water go counterclockwise or clockwise in a a North American toilet just because of the way the um, the water comes out of the, the, the brim. Right. But the Corollis effect is real. It's just the toilet example is a bad one. Okay. So that's yeah. so this is where all these things went with Core that if, night. And there were people in the chat exactly. going, it's a myth. It never happens. It's not real. And then we had other people going, it totally is real. And they even used the name you just gave it, the Cor- Corallus, Corallus. Coriolis. Thank you, Icor. Coriolis. Coriolis? Um, Coriolis. So like if you did this in a vacuum and you, you basically had like, uh, you know, um, uh, in in South or in, in Australia, yeah. had water going down a drain, or did one of those like um, how you have the two liter bottles connected by a little plastic thing, mm. and there were yeah. no other uh, imperfections in the plastic or anything like that. Then yeah. yes, okay. Starting from scratch, the water going down would then start to go in a clockwise effect. Okay, interesting. So he's this is what he says: it's a micro versus macro thing. If you just right. reply yes to this email, which I did, mm-hmm. it's a little involved and uh, it will mean I need to find out and get some pics for you and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I just don't want to invest any time if you're not overly interested. Damn it, I'm interested, Jeff. I want to know. <laughs> <clears throat> so please send it. <clears throat> I wish you would have the first time, but hey, if it's if, if I'm asking, I'm asking. Get it in here. Uh, he said he was just too tired uh, and, and so there's, there's that. And this, and, and that, yeah, I want to, I just like to learn, man. Yeah, you know? for sure. No, I think it's we all we all like to grow. We like to uh, educate ourselves as a society. For yeah, sure. yeah. Just realized that I didn't haven't done the advent calendar today. So let's see what we got Ooh. in the old advent calendar for the sixth. Tear open your sack. Is, let's see what you got. It is. Oh, it's another. <laughs> this is a gingerbread Captain Marvel. Oh, you already have one. No, of her? I don't have any of these. Oh, nice, nice. I have other. I have other gingerbreads. I have a gingerbread Hulk and a gingerbread Thor. And it comes with a little base, a little plastic base, so you can you can make her fly. 
this gingerbread. Look, I can fly. I'm a real boy. Aww. Scott still hasn't watched my movie, so I don't no, like him very I much. I still haven't. I'm in the middle of your uh, spin-off. Oh, there, he, there she goes. So, <laughs> I have the base. base <laughs> so wait a minute. Did um, uh, Does, does uh, Gingerbread Hulk and Gingerbread Thor get along? Or is there uh, trouble there? <laughs> they do. Uh, they, they didn't. You know, uh, at, at first they started fighting and Thor's like, Hey, I know him. He's a friend from the oven. Mm. And then they fought for a little bit, and then um, then uh, it was then it was fine. Okay, yeah. he didn't pick him up and ragdoll throw him on the ground like over and over right. any of that stuff. <laughs> not like not like you did with the puny god Loki. Ah, uh, gotcha. Uh, all right, Excuse moving me. on. Poor, Thank you. poor Captain America is in a place where I think I'm gonna have to use tweezers to get her out. Like oh, she's no. behind. She's next to the Mac Mini behind the sound thing, and and uh, it's oh. my hand is. I have to like take things apart that I've got put there to not slide around. Nobody puts oh, Captain wow. Marvel in a, in a wedge. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah. I have, I have some tweezers I can, uh, I can do. Yeah. Well, so much for her superpowers. All right, moving on. Check this out. Yeah. I bought, I found a, well, someone sent this. And so I was, uh, uh, actually two or three people sent this to me and yeah. just said, you guys have to talk about this on, on TMS. So sure. this is really freaking weird. Um, yeah, it is. A, I, watched, I watched this to be prepared for it, and for some reason it won't open. Though why? Okay, there we go. Uh, I was always I, I was worried it was going to get take, taken down, but they never did. So let's see. Let me pull it over here and pause it. Let's get some audio. Hold on one sec. Okay, so this is like you've all seen a million commercials that are just a little overwrought, a little too artsy fartsy. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just you know they're like perfume commercials or cologne yes. commercials. Marketing speak to the nth degree to where things don't even make sense. Because yeah, they're, they're and it's all just so highfalutin and people lavishly going, walking around going, oh, I, I exist in an upper atmosphere of perfectness and blah, blah, whatever. <laughs> right. So Lamborghini put out an ad into the yeah. English market. Uh, Lamborghini, of course, a, an Italian uh, joint. <laughs> and... Um, I'm going to play this ad. It's mostly good for the audio, but we'll have some visual here as well. Brian, you've seen the video, I guess, probably, right? I've seen the video. Okay, excellent. Um, I can't believe this passed whatever muster. And this isn't edited or somebody's messed with it, everybody. This is them. This is the thing they put out and was on television and (laughs) internet and whatnot. Okay, it's an actual... by the way, once we get to it. All right, here we go. Lamborghini.com's ad. uh, This is where I found it on Twitter. Here it is. A lady, very lovely woman. This one's for you. Oh my. Concrete urinal, tamer of curves, master of speed. Wear your finest suit, dirt is made for it. Let the show off begin on this new concrete. Spray paint powder on tires that thrive on the rim. Dust is gold. Dirts for the bowl. Black out the sun, raising red clouds on that dry ground. Make gravel rain down. Let adrenaline and fun collide. Spray grains of dust aside. It's no filth. It's no this is designed. It's no filth. It's Any no amount filth. of grime is fine. The more you get dirty, the more you'll shine. 
big finish, big finish. Dust is gold, dirt for the bold. Dust One is gold, dirt for the bold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you get the idea. Uh, it's terrible. It is so terrible. Here's my here's my theory on this. Give me your theory. This was this is a commercial uh, built by an AI generator. <laughs> <laughs> it's entirely this is, possible. This is Dolly's first commercial. It's uh sure feels know, like just, it. it. Like it totally feels like this is what I think marketing speak for a car sounds like. Yeah, I mean, this is what they say on the official post. This is the official Lamborghini verified account. V10 engine, yeah. all wheel drive. We take you beyond the new Hurricane Stratto. Stratto, the first all terrain. It's not filth. Yeah, it's not filth. <laughs> first all-terrain super sports car that ensures authentic thrills on and off the asphalt okay that that all reads fine but what is sure. what is up with the terrible and, and the guy's mouthing it exactly as the words are saying so it's not like they replaced the words with something else or you know it wasn't italian yeah. with like a translation it's really effed man yeah it's really really bad it is <laughs> i can't believe that I, I, want, I want commercials for every product now made by this company like like uh yeah. McDonald's. It's not filth. <laughs> Let the grease fly up in the air. And what do they say about like grime is fine? It's like yes, what are right. you doing? What are you yeah. up to? I think it's just like, you know, it it seriously is is either the more likely situation is that it's something completely lost in translation. But there is a small part of me that thinks that somebody figured out a way to make an AI generator do a commercial I or mean, at least write the copy for a commercial. Yeah. Or something. Somebody got fooled somewhere. How are yeah. you? The, how are you? One of the most expensive brands of, of cars in the history of the world. And this is your commercial. Right. How right, exactly? <laughs> All right. Well, I thought that'd be a fun little thing. Uh, uh, Brian, I understand you have some sort of quiz for me. I have a quiz for you. This one came from Zoe brings bacon uh-huh. and, uh, uh, it's something that, you know, that we both have experience with. It is the United States of America quiz, uh, courtesy of Britannica. They've got quizzes. I've actually got a second one, a different quiz that somebody else sent. Like, within one day, two people sent me quizzes to quiz you with, but uh, we'll we'll do that. We'll save that other All one right. for another time. Sure. Because that one I think you'll need to put on your screen and complete it because there's visual elements that gotcha. that people want to see on the, on the stream. Nice. Uh, but if you're ready, it is a... Uh, uh, well, it's sixty questions, but let's let's see, let's go as until we get tired of it. How's okay, that? no, I'm, that I'm down. Sure. All right. Okay, I turned off the timer so that I have time to ask you, and you can think about it and stuff like that. All right. All right. Question number one: Who designed the famous Uncle Sam "I Want You" poster? Who is this? Multiple choice or just? Uh... It's multiple choice. Okay. Your choices are Charles Dana Gibson, James Montgomery Flagg. <laughs> Howard Chandler Christie or Thomas Nast? Uh, 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 C. I have no idea, so I'm just picking C. Uh, Howard Chandler Christie? Yeah. I think it's Thomas Nast, but I'll click what you chose. Oh, it was James Montgomery Flagg, believe it or not. Oh, wow. I just thought the I way thought a guy was would name Flagg. made up like, DC character name, actually. Yeah. <laughs> the name Flagg seemed like BS to me. but It totally did. Yes, exactly. All right. All right question little... number two. Okay. We're doing we're doing great. How many colleges and universities make up the Ivy League? Is it five, six, eight, or ten colleges in the Ivy League? Uh, for some reason, six sounds right. Okay, six is incorrect. Eight, eight, really? 
eight Harvard, Yale, Pennsylvania, Princeton, Columbia, Brown, Dartmouth, and Cornell. Pennsylvania University? Pennsylvania, yep. Just I feel like I never hear about that one. You hear about all those others, but you never all hear. All the other ones, right, exactly. Ah, where'd you go, Pennsylvania? No, I mean for college. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, yeah. The railroad? No, you mean where the vampires <laughs> Is there a hotel are? on that property? Yeah, it's the vampires. All right. Uh, next question. <laughs> Which American city was historically known as New Amsterdam? New Amsterdam. Yeah. Oh, give me uh, Here's things. your choices. Uh, there's a great Elvis Costello. I almost started singing the Elvis Costello song. Boulder City, Salt Lake City, New York City, or Brigham City? Well, Brigham and Salt Lake are both here, and I don't think those are right. <clears throat> okay. I'd say New York City. Dutch. Hey. New York City sounds like a thing that would have had that for a hot minute. 100% correct. And it is correct. Yes. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. New Brigham City, wasn't it? That thing's a dump. Nobody goes there yeah. for anything. <laughs> the crossroads of America is the motto of which American state? Is it Mississippi, Maine, Georgia, or Indiana? Indiana. I'm thinking Mississippi. Let me click Indiana. It is Indiana. Well done. Yeah, okay. Indiana sits at uh, the crossroads of America. Just seems like Lake something Michigan. they would. Seems like right. something they would say. You know, up there, they'd go, "Look at us. We're right here, right. where everything we're, peels we're off to different directions. Exactly. We're the crossroads." Yeah, the, yeah. They they claim it's because it's just got Ohio to the east, Kentucky to the south, Illinois to the west, and the state of Michigan to the north, and Lake Michigan. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So we've got. Guess what? Colorado. We've got stuff to the northeast, <laughs> west, and south as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. The more west you work, you realize, oh, that wasn't that cool. Yeah, maybe right, it was exactly. for a minute before everybody moved <laughs> westward, but you know. All right. All right. Number next number next question. In what year was the New York Stock Exchange created? Okay. Was it 1928, 1909, 1817, or 1875? It's one of those two 18s. Um 18 D, 1875. 1875. Let's see if that's correct. Uh you were right about it being 18. It's the other 18, Damn it. 1817. Obviously, 1928 was the big crash, so yeah, <laughs> that, that was not work. the year that it was created. Yeah, I knew it was late the 1800s, but I could not freaking yeah. remember. Okay, fair enough. Well done. Well, well done being, you know, Close. uh, closest without... without. <laughs> I get a proximity right. bonus. for. Uh, you get a proximity bonus. Sure. Uh, what was the 50th state to join the United States? Do I even need to read the choices? Yeah, don't, go ahead, just to be safe. Sure. Uh, Alaska, Hawaii, California, Texas. That would be Hawaii. Hawaii is correct. Too easy, that one. Too easy. It's a gimme. They got to have a couple of gimmies in here. Uh, The name of which state is derived from a Shoshone phrase, meaning, or Shoshone? Shoshone, right? Shoshone, I think. The Native Americans? Shoshone? Phrase meaning gem of the mountains. So uh, the name of which state comes from the Shoshone phrase for gem of the mountains? Is it Louisiana, Alabama, Nevada, or Idaho? Shoshone would have been, I think Nevada, Nevada, uh, Idaho. Damn it! You're, you're, you know, again, right side of the country. Was yeah, last. And I almost in the mountains led me. I just thought, no way, it's yeah. not D again. But there, there we are. All right, there we enough. are, and there we are. Yeah. Uh, in which state will you find the natural park known as the Garden of the Gods? Would you find that in Wyoming, Missouri, Colorado, or Nevada? The Garden of the Gods, natural Garden of the Gods, natural park. Um, doof. Give me. Can you give me the four again? 
Yeah. Wyoming, Missouri, Colorado, Nevada. I'm going to say Wyoming because I just, I don't know. I don't know why. Wyoming. Oh, it is. It is an hour south of me, just outside of Colorado Springs, Colorado. Poop. Yeah. All right. Have you been there? It's cool. I have. It's great. It's, it's one of, it's one of the good things about Colorado Springs. Like it's, <laughs> you go down there and you hike and there's like a rock that seems to be balanced that you feel like a strong wind, a huge rock that if it a strong wind can knock it right the hell over and really? stuff. Really? So, okay. Yeah. That sounds awesome yeah. to go there. All right. Uh, which iconic figure was associated with female defense workers during World War II? So, uh, you know, you had your female defense workers and uh, World War II, I think, uh, uh, without, well, never mind. Let's give you the choices here. Okay. Rosie the Riveter, Betty Boop, Minnie Mouse, or Wonder Woman? Uh, that would be Rosie the Riveter. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was going to say, you know, famous poster, we can do it. Yeah. Uh, you can't pretty much remember Minnie Mouse. Oh, we can do it. <laughs> no, that's great. That one's easy. Thank you. Thank yes. you, uh, Zoe, for an easy one. All right. Yes, exactly. Who was the first chief justice of the United States? Was it Earl Warren, John Jay, William Howard Taft, or Charles Evans Hughes? Oh, shit. Um... The first one. The first Chief Justice. All right, D, because I don't know. And the rest of those names uh, are later, I think. So. Yeah, I think so. Charles Evans Hughes is. Oh, incorrect. John Jay. John Jay? Who the John frick Jay. is that? J A Y. Spelled out John Jay. All right, like Homer's middle name, John Jay. That's right. Or, yes, or Cardi B. Or yeah. <laughs> Alt J. <laughs> Uh, Cardi B, probably. The way things are going, I bet Cardi B's a future Chief Justice. I know, exactly. Future President Cardi B. Mm -hmm. Just as soon as uh, Macho Camacho uh, (laughs) has had his two terms. Uh, Semper Fidelis is the motto of which military service? Is it the the Navy, the Air Force, the Coast Guard, or the Marines? Well, Marines are Semper, Semper Fi. What was the last part of it again? Uh, is the motto of which military service? Semper Fidelis is the motto Fidelis. of which military Fidelis. Fidelis. Always truth, I believe, is is what that means. Uh, Navy? Maybe that doesn't help you. I'll say Navy. Navy. Uh, no, it, Marines, Fi, Semper Fi is short for Fidelis. Oh, it is? Yeah. Yeah. Faithful, I'm sorry, not truthful, faithful. Okay, Fidelis. fair enough. I thought they were separate. Now, see, I'm learning. No, this they, just, they just said, let's just shorten it to Semper Fi. Because then you have more things that can rhyme with if it's yeah. a, in the song. And you can be, go on to whatever you have next. You don't have to spend too much time with the word. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. I like that. Uh, who was the first U.S. astronaut to travel in space? Was it Buzz Aldrin, Alan B. Shepard Jr., Neil Armstrong, or Jim Lavelle? Or or Lovell. Chan- Lovell. Chan- Lovell. Chan- Lovell. Uh, travel in space? Tra- travel in space. <sighs> well, it's not Jim Lovell because he was Apollo 13. Uh, give me the, give me everybody but Jim Lovell uh-huh. again. Sure, Buzz Aldrin, Alan B. Shepard Jr., Neil Armstrong. Uh, Alan B. Shepard Jr. That is absolutely correct. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, 1959 original seven astronauts chosen for the U.S. Mercury program, and uh, he made a 15-minute suborbital flight in the Freedom Seven spacecraft, which reached an altitude of 115 miles. And Lovell was uh, he was Apollo 13, right? Apollo guy. 13 and Neil Armstrong was Apollo 11. Buzz Aldrin. Also. Um, yeah. Uh, yes. But he, I want to say, didn't Buzz do two? He may have done missions? another. Yeah. He may have yeah. been out there. That guy's great, by the way. He is. Yeah. Still yeah. alive, I think. 
Thank what you, a great uh, and, and a great uh, astronaut name. What's the highest peak in the forty-eight? Coterminius, Coterminius, United States. I, I think what's the uh, the continental United States is what I think, but Coterminius. Coterminius is that how Coder, we're supposed Coderminus, to be? Sorry, Coterminius. Coterminius is that I'm what, sure is that what we're supposed to say word. instead of uh, contiguous is another way of saying that. But I've never seen this word right here. Okay, weird. <laughs> I'm sure it means the same damn thing, but uh, yeah, why not? Make uh, it complicated. What is the highest peak in the uh, the contiguous in the continental United States? Right. Is it Mount Williamson, Mount Albert, Mount Whitney, or Mount Sanford? Um, <laughs> this I don't. I should know this. Uh, Whit, uh, Whitney. I don't know. I think it's Albert, but I'm. Oh no, it is Whitney. You're oh, right. it is. Yeah. That's a complete yes. guess. Albert <laughs> yes. is Colorado. I think is why I'm thinking that. I think Albert is the highest one in Colorado, and so we just get a little bit. Uh, sure. Self-focused here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fourteen thousand four hundred ninety-four feet. I think our uh, tallest is Baldy, and it's the one that's um, yeah, the one that the Paramount logo is based on. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that, but that mountain that they show when the stars are zooming up to go yeah. around the mountain—that's in just you know, it just was on Ogden. the gong in uh, Indiana Jones and the uh, Temple of Doom. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I like when they integrate the, that. I do too. I yeah, think that's the first great. one. It's the mountain that he's you know about to get the idol from. Yeah, or near nearby. Pretty rad. Uh, all right. In which state? Oh, ready for this? You need a, you need an easy one. In which state would you find the Everglades? Is it Texas, Alaska, Florida, or Colorado? I'm going to go ahead and say Cauliflorida is what I meant. Florida. <laughs> Cauliflorida. 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 <laughs> Nobody. No kids want to live there because they don't want. They don't like their cauliflower. That's, uh, that's exactly. good. Yeah, that was an easy one. Thank you for the soft. Uh, uh, ready for another easy one? How yeah. about this one? Which of these monuments is located in South Dakota? Is it Mount Rushmore, Montezuma <laughs> Castle, Martin Luther King Jr. National Memorial, or Marine Corps War Memorial? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the president's heads in the Mount Rushmore deal. That's right. Yep. Nice. One of my favorite Don Martin drawings is the four presidents' butts on the other side of the mountain. Oh yeah, really. <laughs> That is the most Don Martin-ass thing ever, by the way. <laughs> it really is. That's yes. what that guy's job was, basically, is to have sight gags like that in Mad totally. Magazine. Look it up, kids. Yep. He was a... He look, was up, a look up Don Martin. Great. Uh, always was, drew noses and chins exactly the same way on every single person. But Yeah, uh, he was a institution. <clears throat> if you grew up in the 80s and read Mad Magazine, you loved Don Martin. And his feet. Remember sure. his feet always had the flap? Yes. Yep. Yes. Right. So weird. <laughs> So weird. All right. If you're visiting Death Valley, in which st- U.S. state will you be? Another easy one. Colorado, California, New Mexico, Nevada. That would be California. It sure will. <laughs> I beeped it before I heard the answer, but yes. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you, you were fine to do that. There we go. Somebody found the, the Don Martin uh, drawing. Oh, let me cha- the, let me look at the It even shows you the second. bent toes. On, oh, yeah, uh, there it is. The guy laying, I don't know, I assume that's probably um, Roosevelt. Probably Roosevelt, because those are like his hiking pants, you know? He was always yeah. into that. And yeah. he's got the feet up like that. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> toes, toes curled. Uh, what is the minimum age necessary to be eligible for membership in the U.S. House of Representatives? Is it 30, 21, 25, or 18? House of Representatives. We yeah, how old got- do you have to be to be a to be uh to be uh in the in u.s house of give me a r- rip through the numbers one more time sure sure i'll go in order of uh smallest to largest okay. 18 21 25 or 30 
All right. So the only reason I think I know this for sure is we just they just got somebody a Gen Zer from Florida, um, and I think he's under twenty five. So I'm going to say twenty one. Twenty one is incorrect. Twenty five. Ah, he must be. Shoot, I don't know how old that kid is. He's probably, probably 25. 25, 26, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep, so, and it'd be a U.S. citizen for at least seven years. Oh, and residency goodness. of the state from which the member is elected, of course. Uh, American writer Henry David Thoreau immortalized which pond in Massachusetts? Is it Big Sandy Pond, Long Pond, Great Herring Pond, or Walden Pond? <laughs> it's right across from the B. Dalton Pond. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to guess because I don't know, and I, I just like the sound of it, so I'm going to say Great Herring Pond. Oh, it is it is Walden Pond. Damn oh, it. Yeah. I haven't read any throw, if I'm being honest. None of it. I uh, have never been to that pond, but I did see uh, Thoreau's uh, grave in uh, when Tina and I went up to Massachusetts when oh, that's we did cool. our great New England drive. Does that yeah. have a big uh, stone and everything, or... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Henry David, I mean, it was like, there's so many people in this. It's Sleepy Hollow. It's the Sleepy Hollow grave graveyard, and there's so many famous people in there. But it's not the Sleepy Hollow that the legend of Sleepy Hollow is based on. Ah, uh, gotcha. That's kind of like um, yeah. uh, uh, the place in Maine, or the place in Massachusetts where they um, hung, or the, where they burned the witches. What's that called? Oh, Salem. Salem. Yeah. So there's Salem, Oregon, but no witches were born. Yes, in, you know, no witches. Uh, right. All the Salem, uh, Oregon witches, totally fine. Yeah, still, they're all good. They're, they're, they're still operating. That, yeah, they're still witches. It's all fine. Boy, that is, and that place, if you go there, it's really cool, but you get like both sides of of the, the witch thing. And by both sides, I mean, there's a lot of places like, uh, the witch's yogurt shop and broomstick books and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like all cheesy. Yeah. And then you go to this memorial and they just like list all the women who were killed. <laughs> were because killed. People thought they were witches. And it's like, oh, can we go back to the ice cream place? Yeah. <laughs> I like the more fun witch, witchy take, man. I know, but I mean, <laughs> it's so sad. Wow. Uh, all right. Uh, in which American city is the Miss America pageant held annually? In which of these cities do you get the stink of Trump out for about a month after? Uh, uh, after the pageant, sure. is it Kansas City, Los Angeles, Atlantic City, or New York City? Um, boy, it's a tie for me in my head, but I'm going to go with it. It just feels like an Atlantic City thing. Yeah, for sure, is an Atlantic City thing. Yeah, okay, good. Yep. Um, it uh, moved to Las Vegas in 2006 and then returned to Atlantic City in 2013. He doesn't own any of that stuff now, right? This is somebody somebody else owns it. Oh yeah, stuff. somebody totally. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in which year did the United States enter World War One? Was it, and I'll put these in numerical order so it's easier for you to keep track, 1914, 1917, 1918, or 1919? Basically, 14, 17, 18, 19. Something in my head says 17, and I don't know why, so seven, I'll okay. say 17. That is absolutely correct, yep. Okay. Uh, yep. I think I was, I think I tie it with the, the, the flu of 2018, Mm. Uh, they're not 2018. Sorry, 1918. 1919. <laughs> um, we had flu in, in 2018. Yeah, we had the flu, sure, but we didn't have the big Spanish one that killed everybody. Um, <laughs> the started in America, funny enough, but that that one coincided with the war. But I guess it, they we, we were about a year into it before things got weird. Okay, so that's right. why I remembered it. Yep, I feel good about oh, yeah, how I've movie, done so far. The movie 1917. Good point. Yeah, the oh yeah, I need the, to see that damn thing. 
You haven't seen that? No. Oh gosh, that, and I love that, that director. So amazing, yeah. Sam, Sam Mendes. Yeah, right? I love Sam Mendes yeah. movies. That will look so amazing on your your 4K big TV. That, um, in addition to it just being a great movie, it is one of the most beautiful, beautifully cinematic movies I've ever seen. The two war movies that I would love to see and haven't yet: that and Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me why; I just haven't oh, gotten around oh, to it. Yeah. Yeah, Dunkirk's like permanently parked on HBO. I should just watch it. Yeah, that's the problem. When you know it's like never going to leave the thing, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I can watch this anytime. Yep. Hulu, the old convenience rule. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What was the first zoo in the United, State, uh, United States? Is it the San Diego Zoo, the Philadelphia Zoo, the Cincinnati Zoo, or the Brookfield Zoo? Brookfield? Where's that? Yeah. I don't know. Well, it feels like it's got to be... What was the first thing you said? Pennsylvania? No, uh, Brookfield um, Zoo, by the way, is in Chicago. Chicago. Area. And what was the first one you said? Um, the first one I said was uh, San Diego San- Zoo. Oh. Read them all one more time. Sorry. San Diego. Yeah, San Diego Zoo, Philadelphia Zoo, Cincinnati Zoo, Brookfield Zoo. It's got to be Philly, right? Early country. I would think because, because of those cities, Philadelphia is the oldest. So yeah. I would assume so, too. That is correct. Yeah, 1874. Okay. Because I yeah, figure, I, I mean, these things, a zoo is a thing you would do as soon as you could, right? As soon as you're established, right, exactly. you would have a zoo, feels like. I don't know. We found the new land, and we brought animals. Let's <laughs> put them in cages. Because <laughs> Chicago, the Brookfield thing, that's Chicago's like a later development. Like, that happened, right. you know, they were they were an expansion west. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, all right. Uh, which, oh, I like this. Which was the first official national flag of America? So it's nickname, or it's it's... It's I guess it's not nickname, but it's common name. Yeah. Um, the Union flag, Continental colors, stars and stripes, or stars and bars. Continental colors is one of them. Yeah. I'm Union not... flag, Continental colors of Benetton, stars and stripes, <laughs> and stars and bars. Well, it's definitely not Union. Um, I like the this colors one. I like that. Yeah, the sound of that Continental colors. Yeah. Um, stars and stripes. Damn it! The, the so it's still that we still do that. Still call. We still that. call it the stars and stripes. Yeah, but uh, all right. Uh, Damn it! It's all right. Yeah, Union. There's no way it was Union because Union would have been later in the Civil War. Right. And the Union flag versus the Confederate flag. So exactly. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, which American state has the most interstate highway kilometers? Oh, this is very wow. interesting. Is it Texas, California, Montana, or New York? All right, it's either it's down to Texas or California. I would think so. Um, jeez, yeah. uh, I know it's it's really you know you go for you go for uh, purely based on size or you go for notable interstate problems and <laughs> yeah, like I just know how much California relied on it, whereas I guess Texas does too, but. Yeah. Ah, uh, California. I'll just say I don't know. Let's say California. It is no. It actually is Texas. Damn it. Uh, three thousand two hundred thirty-four miles, or five thousand two hundred four kilometers of interstate highways in Texas. California, second place, has two thousand four hundred fifty-six miles, or uh, three thousand nine hundred fifty-two kilometers. So even more than a thousand less kilometers wow. than Texas. I forgot the rule. The everything's bigger in Texas rule. I forgot. I know. Yeah. Well, bigger but more. You know. I guess I know. there too. Sure. 
Uh, all right, uh, we'll do we'll do like three or four more. Yeah. How many good. states are included in the new in the New England region of the United States? New so England. You got your new England states. up there. Yeah. Uh, how many states are included in that? Is it three, four, six, or nine? New Hampshire, Connecticut. Oh, jeez. Uh, Massachusetts, I assume. Uh, I'll just go with an even number and say, wait, was four an option? Four is an option. And six was an option, right? Six is an option. It's got to be more than four, so I'll, let's go six. I would think six is correct. Um, It is six, yes. Oh. Uh, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut. Oh, Rhode Island and Vermont. Sorry, up there. I forgot about you. <laughs> Brian's about to go to one of you, and I forgot about you. Sorry. I am. Actually, I'm about to go to two of you. I'm going to go to uh, New Hampshire and uh, and Vermont, because we fly into New Hampshire, and then we drive to Vermont. Oh, nice. And it's not pretty cl- yeah. close, right? Like, it's not like a huge two hour. Drive. It'll be a two-hour drive, but... Um, uh, we want the southwest miles, so <laughs> we're doing it that way. You should see. You should try to visit the the hobbits of New Hampshire. They're out there. That's a thing. Oh, for, sure. Are they new hobbits? Though? Yeah, they're new problem. hobbits of New Hampshire. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In that case, as long as they're the new hobbits, they're like the p- peppermint patties of New York. <laughs> it's terrible. New there. York City. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll do. Uh, let's. Uh, we'll do. This is number twenty-five. So we'll do uh, this one and the next one. Right. What is the largest river? that flows into the Pacific Ocean from North America. Is it the Colorado River, the Salmon River, the Columbia River, or the Missouri River? Pacific Ocean. That would have to, to be Pacific co- Ocean. Have to be Colorado. Right? I think so. No, actually it is oh. the Columbia. Really? Obviously the Missouri River is east, but uh no. yeah, Columbia River the largest river flowing into the Pacific Ocean from North America. Um like this phrasing, it is exceeded in discharge on the continent only by the Mississippi, St. Lawrence, and Mackenzie rivers on the east. Damn! But uh, Columbia River. By the way, got col- that big uh, old gorge. Yeah, they got the gorge. the um, The Colorado River, which we used to run all the time as uh, kids, uh, like scout groups and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. First, uh, I saw somebody drown on that thing. Oh, really? They were in oh, the geez. boat. They were in the oh, giant raft yes. ahead of us. The big That's raft right. ahead of us. Somebody fell off. A guy, like one of their leader guys, like a like a scoutmaster, fell off the edge and never came up. Right. It was okay. rough. Yeah, I remember you telling the story. Jeez. Yeah, rough. Rough business. But it's not the, not the time they fished a body out of the flood that you saw. No, that river, a similar deal, but the they fished a uh, this naked 35-year-old dude out of the, out of the uh, river because he had he had fallen down. He'd fallen into the river way upstream. It was during the floods of 83, 84 or something like that. Yeah. And it was yeah. so bad that it tore, it literally tore all of his clothes off because of the, the current. She's the force. Yeah. The I never Jeez. quite got over that. That was hard to see. And that was just near our Oof. neighborhood. Yeah. I didn't like that. Anyway. All right. Well, let's get to the very last question here. And uh, boy, as a as a fan of the game Monopoly, um, this, <laughs> I don't think it's going to help you at all. Um, what was the first steam-operated railway in the United States to be chartered as a common carrier of freight and passengers? Jeez, it's a okay. lot of it's a lot of clarification. Sure. Is it the Pennsylvania Railroad, the Baltimore and Ohio Railroad, the Erie Railroad, or the Union Pacific Railroad? I mean, Union Pacific went clear across everything yeah so it seems like that'd be the one but pacific is yeah, such two a of these big are, name two of these are monopoly railroads yeah that's the problem the yeah. that's the problem is i hear them and i think 
<laughs> oh, those are prominent, so those must be, you know. Is it the Reading Railroad? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Union Pacific just feels okay. right. All right. And nope, it is the B&O. The, BO, the, the railroad full of B.O. Uh, the first steam-powered railway in the United States to be chartered, blah, blah, blah. The great, the great body done. odor railroad of your. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Uh, so I, don't, I didn't keep score. Did anyone keep score? I, I didn't keep I did. score either. You have 5,700 points, according to this. I don't know what that means as far as like how many. <laughs> we asked 27. Actually, we asked 26 questions because I skipped how many states are there in the U.S. Oh, uh, duh. So, That's something so. you asked, like some tribe in Africa that's never seen another man before. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what the heck? Exactly. Yes. That's amazing. I, that was a really good list. Where did uh, Jean, uh, where, did she make this or just find this somewhere? I guess no, she, she found it. it. Oh, okay, so each one is, well, that's weird. I was going to say each one is worth 400 points, but then how do you get 57? Because you think it would be an even number. It does not make sense. That doesn't make sense. That uh, scoring is F. Yeah, no, she found this on the uh, Britannica.com uh, quiz site and it's the uh, yeah she just put a link to it it's the United States of America quiz oh did you see oh I know you did because I sent it to you and you responded but this Google, this Google feud thing oh yeah it's really did. fun it's like uh, yeah, it's basic- more like yeah, go ahead. Like the googly thing we did with uh, with Daryl back in the day, then the actual feud game. Yeah, it's crazy. So, chat everybody at home, just go try it out. It's Google googlefeud.com is what it's called. You just choose a category. Let's say, I don't know, I'll choose one real quick here. We'll do culture. Okay. Um, and then it gives you basically how does Google autocomplete this query? And it gives you a bunch of does Santa have a and then blank. And it gives you kind of a hint as to length like how yeah. long some of these might be, but that's it. And that tells you how much they're worth. The top one is worth 10000 all the way down to $1,000. Um, so you have to fill it in. So, Brian, how would you finish the sentence? How does, or sorry, uh, does Santa have a what? What would you say? Jeez. Uh, <laughs> is safe search on or not? Uh, I don't know if it does that. I have no idea. Uh, does Santa have a car? Okay, let's try that. Car. Oh, got an X. There's no sound uh, yeah. to this thing, which is unfortunate. Uh, does Santa have a child? Child. You get four tries, by the way, if you get them wrong. Yeah. So two, two, yeah. two, uh, two X's. Two so. X's. Yeah. Jeez. Does Santa have a different outfit? Different <laughs> outfit. Through. Oh nope. No, still not. I've actually found Santa, this to be difficult, so don't. It feel is bad. extremely difficult. I did one yesterday. Like it was Super Mario blank, and I got two of them right. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's harder than you think it's going to be, which it I guess is, I kind of like is. about it. But uh, does Santa have a birthday? Birthday. Oh, number two answer, nine thousand points. Right. Congratulations. Uh, cool. so that means you got another chance for that one. Uh, what do you got? Good deal. Does Santa have a dog? dog. <laughs> oh my gosh, you got it! It's fourth down, seven thousand points. So far, here sixteen thousand. These are people really ask some stupid ass questions. I agree, on dude. They are dumb, but yeah. All right, you got another chance then. Uh, does Santa have a? Well, we said child. Let me try son. Son. S O N. Yeah. Oh, nice. Two thousand. Uh, ninth. Ninth uh, answer. All right. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Does Santa have a 3D printer? 3D we'll printer. just get this thing over with. <laughs> printer. Yeah, 4X's. So let's see what you got. Oh, darn. 
You missed uh, birthday, phone number. Uh, I thought I said birthday. Oh, didn't I? I did say birthday. Oh, no, I'm, you got that one right. I'm sorry. Brother is number one you missed. Brother. Oh, because so people have been seeing Fred Claus and, yeah. and assuming. Exactly. So you got brother, you got phone number, you got, um, that makes sense. Kids <laughs> want to call Santa. Sure. Pilot's license, Probably. wife, phone, pipe, like for smoking. Uh, yeah. You got son, and then the final oh. one was middle name. Oh, interesting. Like Santa. Santa effing Claus. Effing Claus. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. It's a cool <laughs> little deal. So, uh, it's a good game. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun game to play. And they also have something here called Feudal, which I have a feeling is some kind of Wordle takeoff. Oh, sure. I haven't yeah. played with it, but um, chat and everyone at home, again, that's googlefeud.com, and it was such a nice little fun surprise. It's a fun game. And it reminded me. It reminded me of what you do on Wednesday, just a little bit, not not a obvious. little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it, you know, it's a lot bigger uh, user base than mm-hmm. what we do for Tadpooly Feud, and because of that, it's so much harder. <laughs> yeah, it's a little tricky. Um, okay, we are going to do. A, a, I think we have time for a news story. Let's go we ahead do, and do it. Totally do. Here we go. <laughs> it's time for the news, and it's brought to you by. Happy birthday, one day late to friend, Geek Grill, and ANTP contestant, The Jen. You know, uh, uh, September let me know about this a little too, well, she let me know about it right before the show yesterday, and I said, oh, I'll make sure when I do the song dedication at the end that I say happy birthday to her, and I completely forgot. So, The Jen, we love you. We cannot wait to see you in April at uh, TMS Vegas 2023. Yeah, and you live there now. So. so so it's a guarantee we're going to see her and I need to still get uh, I've got I need to get in touch with a couple places for things that we've done before that I think we'll want to do again i.e. video game competition oh that was fun I would do that, that again so much fun. and then some new things that uh, we've got uh, on deck for this year yeah yeah no that's great uh, I hope we do that arcade thing again I love that we, we will I mean that's a we don't even have to do anything to do that we don't have to say we just well, let me call the place and see if they'll have us yeah just they'll, show up. they'll have us but i'll see if we can maybe do a like a group rate like you know if i bring 75 of us or something yeah it seems like some, they, sort of deal? some seems yeah. like we could get a break out of that for sure uh all right let's do this new story this is a quick yeah. one uh the the oldest living cat has been mm-hmm. discovered by guinness world records uh, this is a new one her name is flossie she probably has okay. bad teeth, just ironically, you know. <laughs> uh, this is a 26-year-old cat. Wow. That is older than my middle daughter, which tells you something. I don't know what it tells no me. No kidding. This cat was born in 1995. Uh, British-born Flossie has set a new record for the world's oldest living cat. The cat has a number of owners during her lifetime, but currently resides in southeast London. Her new owner says That's she That's kind is, of funny. Like, she's had a bunch of different owners. Yeah, I don't know what that means. They just get passed around. I guess around she just or, outlives the people who've had her. And, like, <laughs> it's a lot of old... She's just passed from old person to old person. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's the trick to its longevity. I don't know. Um, yeah. It says here that, uh, let's see, the new owner says she's remarkably in good shape for her advanced years. Guinness World yeah. Records and the charity Cats Protection have confirmed Flossie is indeed the world's oldest living cat. Uh, she was handed over to the charity at age 26 when her owner couldn't uh, look after her anymore. Probably another old person. Quote, we were flabbergasted when vet records showed Flossie to be nearly 27, says Naomi Rosling, coordinator of the Kent branch of Cats Protection. That sounds British as hell. Up it totally does. Actually, well, my dad was born in Kent, but uh, oh, I didn't know that. That's uh, cool. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of what city it was because it wasn't. Um, 
It wasn't uh, the one you mentioned. Uh, was, it, was that city disguised as as Kent, but really it's right? Night, it, was, it, would... it was actually Super City. Ah, but, Super uh, if City. You put glasses yeah. on it. It was just Kent. Yeah, you can never tell. You just glasses, and it's like, who's that guy? That's right. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, she is the oldest cat uh, we have ever met, at least 120 years old in human years, mm. uh, and in such good shape for her age. With someone who doesn't, uh, sorry, with someone who does what's best for me when I read oh, it, yeah. need it most, I shall be very happy. Yeah. So there's that. Isn't it? Wouldn't she be 120 in cat years? In human years, she's 27. She's the same age. Oh, right. Was, yes, it's the other way. Right, right. Yeah. You say, yeah. you say, you well, say, how you old are you in? Human, you say in dog years. Oh, how old is that in dog years? You don't say, how old is that in human years? Yeah, in human years, you say exactly how many years it is. <laughs> right, this is not good. Euro <laughs> What's news. Funny is they say no. they say twenty seven in or one hundred twenty in cat years in the caption, and then uh, uh, one hundred twenty in human years in the text. Yeah, I find this annoying. Now that we've now that you pointed but it out, a very sweet cat me. and. Um, yeah, it's Probably has so many health problems, nobody wants to come over and take care of it. No, why would you? I mean, they say he's in good shape, but uh, that can that can, that could turn in a heartbeat. This, uh, yeah. you know, it's old. Yeah. That's like somebody being ninety eight and going, "I can't believe what great shape oh, he's in." Don't say that right. too loud. He's going to die. Oh God, I know. Do we? Did we? Are we doing a potential uh, TMS kill by talking about Flossie on the show? Oh today? shit! I didn't even think about it. <laughs> you know what we never we did never we never mentioned uh, uh Kirstie Kirstie Alley. Alley. Yeah, we yeah. never talked we about never, her. We never fortunately we never mentioned Kirstie Alley. It's because yeah. the way we, <laughs> we we never brought her up until after she passed away. Yeah, I feel like the only time she's ever really come up on the any shows or like it would have been like Wrath of Khan Star Trek, Star Trek yeah, yeah, or something but yeah. yeah, she passed away at the age of 71. I mean, we talked about Cheers a lot on this show back in the uh back in the day. That's true. I feel no, like I focused. One. I'm more of a pre a Shelley Long. Yeah, more of a Shelley Long era kind of person. Sure, I like it all. Sure. Whatever, it's fine. But I like it all. Yeah, I feel like Sam. Sam's character went in directions that kind of rubbed me wrong when, mm-hmm. when she left. I don't know. Well, first off, he became a huge like he went back into uh, alcoholism like right yeah. when she showed up because he didn't own the bar anymore. Yeah, and then you know what? that's uh, what it was. He didn't own the bar anymore, and that yeah. bugged me. I didn't like that. It, it bugged me too. I didn't like that. There was a whole season of him not owning the bar, and it was Mister. It was what's his face? Uh, that guy is like this. Uh, hello, the British guy. Yes, exactly. Not Kyle McLaughlin, court, but could be Kyle McLaughlin's court, something uh, court. Found court? Oh, yes, something court, uh, Mr. Miles Mr. Court. Oh, Robin Masters. No, that's not it, is it? That was, uh, I think that is. I think it was Robin Masters. I thought somebody was somebody court. I thought so, too. There's somebody. <laughs> Pumbaa. Chat room, you're killing me. Another another owner, I think, that must have been. Uh... Something kill court. Or, or, or... Yeah, no, Ro- <laughs> Master, you're right. Robin Masters is from the. It, that's from Higgins's guy he works for. That's from Magnum PI, Robin Masters. Really? Yeah. That's the owner of the place and that secretly oh, pays. Oh, okay. Well, that explains why I've never heard of it. <laughs> oh, we, now yeah, I gotta find it. He was in love with. Who was, who was that guy's name? I gotta find it. It's gonna bug me. Robin Colcourt. There we go. Oh, so it was Robin. It was Robin. And but, then Colcourt. Uh, okay. Colcourt, yeah. That was painful. Whew. All right. Well, on that note, we're taking a break. <laughs> Somebody, one of the people, one of the vendors that uh, that I support on Patreon that does 3D prints and and uh, um, 
well, I can't show it because there's reasons, but I can't show it. But anyway, uh, did a couple models that I've printed. Uh, did that Magneto one that I sent you. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, has also done uh, a new Charles Xavier one, and he's done two different faces, one that's more based on like the comic book look of Professor X, and then another one that's based on Patrick Stewart, who, as he calls, is Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Stewart, yes. Yeah, he needs to fix that typo. That's uh, he needs to definitely yeah. fix that typo. You should I don't write think him. He's not uh, English is not his first language. This designer, I don't think. You should send him a message that says it's a typo. It's a typo. Uh, I'm not, not going to worry about it. I'm sure. I don't want to be the 18th person or the 1800th person to do it. Yeah, but you'd be hey, the only. To, but you'd be the only one that does it in in um in, in putty nice, voice. You do it in putty voice. Yes. Yeah. Oh, in putty voice. Yeah, yes. yeah. That'd be that. Oh, yeah. That's what yeah. makes it special. Be, yeah, yeah, that's a typo. Page 14? Yeah. Yeah, that's a typo. <laughs> I think he says, but he says... He doesn't say it, right? Something. We figured it out. It was something yeah, else. Yeah, we like ours better. We we wrote that line better. Yeah, that's our Mandela great. effect is strong. All right, uh, play us a song. Sorry. We got something there, don't we? Sure, it's about time we play a Christmas song on the show in India in the Middle. I mean, we played a couple. I think we played last Christmas last week and did not break... Why am I getting for people? Nope. Uh, but how about any an original, an indie? This one performed by a band called Corvair, who I've featured on the show before. This is uh, exclusively available on Corvair's Bandcamp site, so you can't buy it on uh, iTunes or Amazon or anything like that. Um, the uh, Brandon Heather are the two people that make up Corvair. It's a it's a, a duet or duo, and they are both, as they call it, Christmas crazy. Uh, so they wanted to create one, to create their own Christmas song, as they do every year. Here is I Believe in Christmas by Corvair.
holiday season is bustling. Can you feel it? Well, we're here, and it's the perfect time to plan ahead with Factor, a ready-to-eat meal delivery. Man, I'm hungry right now just thinking about it. They shop, prep, cook, and deliver to your door so you can enjoy chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals during the holidays, minus all the hassle. That's a big key for me. Plus, with 34 meals per week, including Gourmet Plus, Keto, Calorie Smart, Vegan Plus, Veggie, and 36 Plus weekly add-ons, well, you'll have uh, plenty of nutritious, flavorful options to choose from. Get all that flavor <laughs> that you can handle. And flavor. That's what we're really looking for here. It's a delicious on-the-go solution, and they've got a deal for you. You get 60% off your first box when you head to go.factor75.com slash TMS60 and use the code TMS60. Um, I love them all. I honestly can't pick a favorite. Anything with chicken, basically, is what my jam is. And everything I've had from Factor is fantastic. Uh, I love them. And uh, they put all the work into it. You really don't have to do much. They registered, you know, they're, sorry, they have registered dietitians. They have expert chefs. These people work hand in hand to create meals that you can feel good about eating every day. Look, my holidays are jam packed already. All right. Luckily, I got Factor there with farm fresh, never frozen meals. And they make it easy for me to fuel up when I'm on the go. Uh, when I got just a few minutes between meetings, that sort of thing. It's perfect. Two minutes later, bam, I have a. You know, what feels like a gourmet meal made for me. So, uh, you know, the no prep, no mess meals. Honestly, they save me so much time on planning and cleanup so I can fully enjoy these holidays without wasting hours in the kitchen. They have everything I need for a week of flavorful, nutritious eats. In addition to ready-to-eat meals, they have cold-pressed juices, smoothies. I've had the smoothies. They're so good. Energy bites, extra protein, veggie slides. Sides. I said slides. I meant sides. And more to keep me energized during the frantic holiday times. Here's what you need to do. Go to uh, go.factor75.com. That's go.factor75.com slash TMS60. And use the code TMS60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code TMS60 at go.factor75.com slash TMS60. And you'll get 60% off your first box. What are you waiting for? Go do it today. Parents, warning signs that might indicate a child's drift towards Satanism include abrupt emotional changes, changes in school habits, rejection of parental values, unusual interest in books on Satanism, black magic, or witchcraft, obsession with rock music groups using satanic symbols or references, rejection of friends, preference for being alone, meditation, chanting, use of new vocabulary. Just for a second, let me turn this chicken off. The Morning Stream. I'll shove that bat up your ass and turn you into a popsicle. Jeez. It's pretty rough. It's a little violent imagery yeah. there, Fletcher. Jeez Louise, man. Uh, hey, <laughs> remind me who that music was again. That, that was a band called Corvair and a brand new for this year Christmas song called I Believe in Christmas. Ah, very nice. You know what? And I had never... I, oh, I was going to say, I never had heard the Smashing Pumpkins Christmas song until that holiday special. Oh, yeah, until the uh, the Guardians thing. Yeah, I, I 
I feel yeah. like it's been and around you for a while. recognize Billy Corgan's voice immediately. Oh, yeah, immediately I did too. And so first I thought, yeah. is this new? And then I looked around and I'm yeah. like, no, this is like from one of those old like charity albums where all the artists would yes. do it together or whatever. I forgot what those are called. Yeah, yeah like um, the um, Maybe This Christmas and... Uh, Christmas and Hollis was on there. The one the, the first year was, yeah, it always has the Keith Haring art on the cover. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that is Keith called. Haring. That's exactly the one. That is exactly it. I think yes. this was one of those like in the 90s. Yeah, like, like a volume five or six or something. It's a yeah. cool song. It's it like is. It's a rad Christmas song, yeah. but I'd, I forgot it existed. Um, all right, let's get... Bill here. Bill. Bill. Oh, I need to ask him a question, too. Oh, well, then don't forget. I won't forget. Okay. In fact, you know what? We'll make it the first thing that happens here. Yeah, let's make it the first thing. I think that's a great idea. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Bill Duran joining us all the way from PunishProps.com, where uh, he makes rad stuff. And he comes on the show, and we talk about it. We also try to inspire you guys to make your own rad, cool stuff. Bill, welcome back to the show. Good morning, friends. Hello. Happy to be here. I hope your cold is gone you. and you're feeling better. You were gone last week, and we hope you're better. You today. sound great. Yeah, yeah, feeling a lot better. Had a head cold went through the the family. We went to uh, Thanksgiving and got yep. sick at Thanksgiving. Not yep. COVID. No, no, no. Nope. Just a good old fashioned cold. Well, that's what I got in twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. I guess twenty twenty one a year ago. I got a, that ear infection from the Thanksgiving get together. It's always mm-hmm. that thing. So, oh yeah, it's family. Stupid family. Uh, well, anyway, Bill's here. Now, before we do anything else, uh, Brian yeah. had a question. Brian, you want to I ask I have a this? question for you. So um, a while back, you created a really cool uh, clear resin model that you painted over most of it. It was a squirrel with a glowing uh, mm-hmm. center for a game you like. Is that game oh, inscription? Yeah. Inscription, yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that just came out on the Apple um best game of the year award so i picked it up i haven't played it yet but it's on the mac now and i didn't think it was before but uh i saw the artwork and i'm like this looks like the squirrel thing that uh the bill that's totally it and it was it was on max but uh, but through steam um okay prior to the Uh apple store holding it i want it on ipads where i want it yeah Um, that'd be pretty cool there's no reason that couldn't be on a tablet i would sit and play that all night i don't know why that's not true yet but uh yeah that yeah that's a good one you're gonna have fun with that Oh, I can't wait. There's a lot a good... to discover in that game. It's yeah. Inscription's rad, man. It's a it's such a cool I don't know, I gotta get back in there. You're reminding me of all the games that I don't have time to play. So. <laughs> uh, Been well, there, Bill, done that. Yeah, I have, sure. I have a giant list of those, those games, and then instead of playing them, I started up a new game of Satisfactory. So uh, that's, that's my life. Nothing wrong with I that. I started an Astroneer game because I wanted to try the rail stuff. Oh, I gotta play that again. Yeah. Uh, and I got, and I, I got so far as to like going to you know like four or five of the different planets and getting the things I need. And I came back and I'm like. Man, I don't want to get sucked into this damn thing again. So I never even built the rail stuff, but that stuff oh, no. is still still sitting there ready for me to add. Uh, yeah, add I haven't tried that. Yeah, I haven't tried it either. I'll have to load that up next. I that's, guess that's a cool <laughs> game. Cool Nothing Astroneer. wrong with Astroneer. Nothing at all. Uh, well, Bill. Uh, oh, and also before we dive in, uh, Brian, you wanted to show off your progress let's, on the yeah. Let's do thing. this. So yeah. after sixty hours of printing, wow. uh, that's a long print. Finally oh, finished. Look at that. It's big red, it's uh, red Magneto um, helmet. It's Magneto actually helmet. magenta oh, Magneto so helmet. Cool. Because I had a lot of magenta. I had a full roll of magenta filament and I didn't. Well, how uh, is that? Yeah, well, I mean, it's going to get completely covered up by wood putty and mm-hmm. uh, filler and primer and that sort of thing. So color, color really doesn't matter. A little bit of um, 
kookiness on the back here where it was uh, where the plate adhesion was. Mm-hmm. You uh, just say the, that's the where um, just say that's where Colossus punched him a few times. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> right. Well, when I sand this and wood fill it, this you won't even see this anyway. But, does this fit uh, on your head? It looks like it fits. It does. Let me so, see this. Put take that off. Oh my god. Let's gosh. do it. <laughs> oh Love my it. lord! Watch this, <laughs> dude. What? Shut up! That's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, that's strong, <laughs> dude. He can't hear a shit. That's really great. No. I want so, Brian when you do when you do your your, uh, your selfie, selfie today. Yeah, show, that's, yeah, that's it's going. like it's a gimme that this is going to be today's uh, selfie. That looks that really great. Fun. Putting a helmet on for the first time is always a God. good feeling. It is. Well, it is if it fits, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, damn it, I made it just a little too small. So, but this, I love the Cobra Max because, I mean, number one, look how smooth everywhere except for where the supports were on the back. This thing is yeah, like beautiful. Impressive. There are layer lines, sure, but um, but it is smooth. It's not going to take a ton of priming to make it look beautiful, mm-hmm. and. Um, and it's all in one go, as opposed to like having to glue parts together and <laughs> right, yeah. that sort of thing. That's I'm really currently cool. printing the thing that goes on the front, but I'm I'm trying to decide if I even want it, you yeah. know. So I might. So uh, one of the guys that I follow, I, th- I know it's somebody you know as well, Uncle Jesse, mm-hmm. printed one of these. Actually, printed the same model that this one is, and um, he drilled and used put in magnets up here so that he could take off the the little. Yeah, that that seems appropriate. Wow. Doesn't it? Right? Yeah. yeah then I yeah. could actually stick like forks and stuff to it too, and it'd be kind of funny. <laughs> That'd be even better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? A one single Wolverine claw. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I love that idea. One, uh, one Wolverine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You almost uh, want to do two of these. One that you can kind of have as like a, a master one, and then another one that's like the jokey one with all the metal shit stuck to it. Well, but see if it's magnetic, I can just. 3D print other magnetic things like yes. a, like Cyclops's visor and have yeah. it stuck to it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. All right, well, nicely Perfect. nicely done, uh, Bill. Now we've had all this this preview. What are you working on? What do you got going? Yeah, so the holidays are upon us. Where you're probably out looking for ideas to get something for the maker in your life, mm. or you're a maker and you're looking what to ask for. And I've got a good list of stuff here. Uh, so when you're holiday shopping for the maker in your life, yep. or if anyone is buying stuff for me, here's a good list <laughs> right. of really good things. Okay. Uh, so one of the great things to get for people who make stuff are consumables. There are lots of stuff in the shop that end up getting used up by their very nature and people always need more of them. So these are things like drill bits. Yes. Mm. Drill bits are consumable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. If you ever, if you ever tried to drill a hole through something that's hardened steel, you'll realize that those drill bits are consumable. Are they always a standard set when you go buy like that little rollout thing that's got every size? I mean, is that kind of this, this, you yeah, know. there's a pretty standard set of tools from like one sixteenth inch to half inch mm-hmm. uh, in a set of like 20 bits. That's a good one to get because it's got a good range or the metric version, obviously. Yeah. Uh, oh. And it it is never bad to have too many drill bits. I'm here to tell you, you will never go, ah, oh, darn, I have too many drill bits. You'll be happy you have extra. How far, How much do you go through those? Do you feel like you break them on the regular? Um, They get dull from years of abuse Mm. and then i throw them away um as occasionally i'll snap one but it happens it really does uh for me i love having drill bits in every corner of the shop so i don't have to go looking for them so nice nice drill bits are good things like rubber gloves if your friends are working with 3d resin 3d prints rubber gloves are really good or sandpaper for that Mm. helmet of yours brian 
Yep. You guys, uh, I just found I go the most, through so much sandpaper. I'm going yeah. to go through a ton of it on this one, too. You I just, sure will. I just found an amazing goof on Amazon. So they have their new releases in drill bits, specifically this mm-hmm. category. And it's miles and miles of drill bit products, like tons okay. of it. Yep. Except the very second Taylor on DVD. The very <laughs> second. Yeah, I wish it was even that close. The second item on here is Funko Pop Marvel She-Hulk. It's got yeah. nothing to do. <laughs> nothing right, to do with drill bits. In your power drill there. See if she. Yeah. That is the dumbest <laughs> yeah. thing I've ever seen. Anyway, nice job, Amazon. Um, uh, some other yeah. fun consumables like a cutting mat or sharpies or marker refills. Like if your if your friend does uh, has Copic markers, getting refills for those are really good. Yeah. Or sketchbooks. And then, of course, 3D printer filament or resin. Yeah. If someone's doing a lot of printing, they need their filament or resin. But also they need 3D files. So if you can maybe get them a subscription to someone's Kickstarter or, or, or Patreon. Uh, Patreon yeah. where they can get 3D files. Brian, where do you get a, your... That's a really good one, yeah. Where do you get mm-hmm. your resin and, and filament, Brian? Do you? I a... order those on Amazon. Um, filament, I, I pretty much stick to either Hatchbox or... I've been ha- having great luck with Overture. It's a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I miss Spider Maker. I don't know what happened to Spider Maker, but they had the best filament I'd ever used. And like you wouldn't get layer lines. They had great matte colors because I don't nice. like stuff super shiny. Um, if I don't want it to be shiny anyway, sure. uh, but I don't know what happened to Spider Maker. And then resin, I also get on Amazon. I always get the, uh, I think it's the Elegoo. Um, Is it any cubic? Not that. Um, let me see. I can take a look at my previous order. Been looking. We've been using Tech for our resin. Okay, so how's really that? Good. Yeah, it's the um, blue smoky fast. Yeah, smoky fast is what we've been using. Smoky is that a fast? transparent? Yeah, it looks really cool. Ooh, transparent Soraya is cool. Tech. Yeah. Well, if you got okay, let me ask you guys a question while you're looking that up. Yeah. Uh, if you get transparent resin, yeah, versus say like a gray or whatever, yeah, which I see yeah. the most common here, it looks like it's always gray or blue yeah. or some sort of light blue. What is easier to paint on in those cases, or does it just depend? Uh, like if you're looking for a translucent, it doesn't really matter. Okay. Yeah, Z Prime. I mean, I prime everything that I paint anyway, so it can be, I could, you know, whatever the cheapest resin is, is mm-hmm. is probably the best thing to buy. I'm not seeing, oh, Syrah, S-I-R-A-Y-A, okay. Okay. Um, do you, here's a dumb question, or maybe not. Do you have like a 4K or 8K resin printer? Yeah, we have the, the Mono X, which is 4K, and we have the Mono X. 6k as well do you buy specific resin that is supposed to be good with 4k in no it? no okay just good. use that psoriatic stuff and it works awesome there we go yeah. the elegoo 3d printer resin you know it's like <laughs> it's like 20 dollars a bottle or something mm-hmm. but my next purchase will be some psoriatic and you get uh oh, you told me the one that you get um the fast smoky fast. abs like Maybe I'm not quite sure. I can send you a yeah, link. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm just curious. <laughs> uh, a few more, uh, a few more things here. Yeah. If when you're doing your shopping, uh, knowledge is one of the best things you can buy for someone, and not just because I sell books. But <laughs> here are some books you could buy. All right. <laughs> Art books are always a great idea. If a friend has a favorite game or movie or TV show, uh, look for those. Technique books are amazing, like my Foamsmith book available at punishpops.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also weird specific topics. We just got a book on ancient locks and keys throughout the ages, or s- books on swords and armor if your friend does cosplay and armor making. 
Oh my gosh, there's uh, so many things. Like <clears throat> I just found, <clears throat> excuse me, complete pottery techniques. And oh yeah, uh, right. Here's another photography. one. Photography. I have a lot of photography books. I like the advanced numerology techniques. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, I've always seen the art stuff. Obviously, it's everywhere, but mm -hmm. I didn't realize they made so many varieties of like here's a technique yep. for this there's probably one for your 3d printer you guys are talking about if i had to guess oh there are 3d printing books out there absolutely yeah yeah that's cool uh, another good thing to look for are online classes or subscriptions so there's websites like skillshare or Masterclass. you could get your friend a year of that uh or other types of video courses you can find online like our fusion 360 course yeah. on our website yeah yeah uh, or you could get your friend an in-person class so look for colleges or other instructors near you that offer in-person classes. Uh, some examples would be like photography or blacksmithing or welding. These are hands-on things you'd really want to go do with a professional. And you'd probably be surprised to find locals near you that are actually offering offering these things as classes. Interesting. Uh, I really want... There's a photographer named Trey Ratcliffe that I follow, and I would love to take one of his uh, photography classes in New Zealand. They're very expensive, and I want to do it so bad. <laughs> so is this you? Is this you saying that so someone will gift you? Uh, you know, they'll hear I'm this. I'm just and... putting this out into the universe. I'm just letting the universe know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Knowledge is power. I get it. Yeah, right. that's cool. And then of course tools. Now it's hard to just get the right tool for someone. You got to know what they use. Yeah. But a couple of good things to keep an eye out for a better version of a tool that they use all the time. So if your friend bought a really cheap tool and they use it all the time, you could get them a nicer version of it. Or something that's like specific to their field. Frequently, someone will use a generic tool to accomplish a specific task, and there is a more specific tool for that task. Uh, or a copy of a tool that they use all the time. I mentioned I put drill bits everywhere. I also have ca uh, uh, digital calipers by my computer upstairs, by my computer in the CNC machine downstairs, but one by my my main workbench and another one by my lathe. So I have four dial calipers around my shop. And it's just so I don't have to go find one when I need it. So nice. your friend might want a second copy of something. Sure. Yeah. Very cool. There you go. There's my giant list of stuff to look out for when you're shopping for your maker friends. Your maker friends are everywhere. Just dig in and get them something cool. You give me some ideas here. This is great. Uh, yeah. You yeah. always come to the show with a little extra something. You got that today? I do. Our friends over at Tested are doing their favorite things. I'm going to send you a link to the one that Jen Schachter did. Jen's a wizard. She's awesome. Mm. Uh, but look uh, on the Tested website for the coming uh, days. More ideas. So every year we film ourselves. I'll have a video up there soon. Film ourselves talking about our favorite things from the year. And it's a lot of really good ideas of stuff to buy for your friends or for yourself. Oh, very nice. Oh, you're, so you're doing one of these. That's awesome. Yeah, that'll be up. I'm not sure when it's going up, but I filmed that last week. Very nice. Uh, I always look forward to seeing when you, your face shows up on the tested site, which I subscribe to as well. Fantastic. Uh, <clears throat> very nice. Do so. Go check it out. Tested channel, of course. PunishProps.com and the Punish Props YouTube channel must be on your subscription list. Why aren't they? Well, I can't answer that for you, but you got to go do it now if you haven't already. And many do of you now. Are, I'm sure. Do it now. Uh, Bill, uh, we'll <laughs> see you again before the holiday. Between now and then, I hope somebody heard your plea for uh, a rad thing you want. And uh, we'll uh, <laughs> talk about it more next week. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye. I almost made him owner of the group instead of kicking him off the call. <laughs> Promoted to leader. Nice. Yeah, that would have been weird. I'm glad I didn't Oops. do it. Oops. Uh, man, that helmet's rad. 
Yeah. It's killer. I'm so excited. And I'm with you on the whether you want the little extra piece or not. I kind of feel like it stands on its own without it. It does. Um, You know, it's... I guess you're printing it so you can see. You know. I, I'm printing it. Yeah, it's currently that one actually is currently printing, and I can. And like I said, if I put magnets in there, then not only do I have the choice of putting it on or not putting it on, but then I do have the option of putting on other funny things to you know, like, like you know, he's overly magnetized and he's picking up thumbtacks and paper clips and stuff. I love that. I think that's a yeah, great idea. Yeah, when I'm idea. not wearing it, it can actually just be a little office supply holder for me and like uh, Piper Clips. And, yeah, uh, there's your little stapler on yeah. the side or whatever. Right. I guess you'd have to have some bigger magnets, but still, exactly. it's very cool. It, You know, when I was looking, by the way, because I wanted to kind of take a look at the different Magneto helmets and colors and things like that before I start painting this thing, um, I'd forgotten how, like, how form-fitting the different Magneto helmets have been to like Fassbender and McKellen. Um, oh, big time! Yeah, almost like, almost uncomfortably looking. So yeah, right? they like squeeze their heads in there. It feels like. Yeah. yeah. Why is like, that? Uh, Why did they go that route? Do you wonder? I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, look, let's see if I can copy this image. If it's not going to give me a massive link, that's not too bad. I feel like we haven't seen Fassbender in a while. You know what? Yeah, we haven't. What's he up check to? on Fassbender. Yeah, someone see if he's all right. <laughs> I feel like he hasn't been doing a lot of work. Okay, there it is. Yeah. Okay, I found one. Yeah. Is it better? Just, I mean, I'm sure because it fans out or it kind of waves out at the bottom so he can get his head in there, but it still that's seems the, That's tight. the question is, does it make it difficult? Um, but then you've got... Oh, here's a great... Uh, actually, this is, uh, this is a great link right here. A great visual. All right, let's see what you got. Uh, copy image, paste. I oh, want me to put it on Discord, too? Yeah, put oh, it no, I can do it either too. one. Yeah, either one's okay. fine. Let's see. Here. I have it already. Uh... Oh, my connection is not private. Hold on. What? Oh, yes, I'm totally going to be putting a padding in there. I have to, because this this thing on my, you know, on my bald head hurts like hell. But notice that... Uh, none of the McKellen helmets have the uh, the ornament, uh-uh. but like the Days of Future Past Magneto helmet has it. It's kind of incorporated into design on a couple of the other ones. Yeah, Apocalypse they're Captain. They're Steve Rogers, like where they it's it's built in. Evolves over. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Oh, well, except the one in the purple. He's got a. It's sticking out there pretty good. It's sticking out really it. far on the purple, and that's kind of my least favorite of those. Uh, I think my favorite of his is the Days of Future Past, or possibly this the first final, class. the final. What's or first class is what I meant, but what's the final yeah. one down here in the bottom right corner? What's that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if those. I like that one. If those go, I think they do go. Yeah, there we go. So they do uh, line up with the pull. So it's obviously the Ian McKellen version, the first class silver one, which I kind of like, the first class red and purple, which I don't like. The Days of Future Past, which is almost like that pitted metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Apocalypse, which is the bottom center, and then the Dark Phoenix helmet, which is in the bottom right. Okay, Dark Phoenix, I think, is the one I like, even though that movie's so bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, the McKellen Do one. Favor and watch uh, watch uh, New Mutants, by the way. Oh yeah, I need to do that still. Yeah. Um, the McKellen one hasn't aged well. I don't like it. I think it's, it's goofy. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know it, why. I don't know why. Too roundy or too something. Too exactly. Too bulbous on the uh, on the outside. Yeah, yeah. I don't love it. Uh, well, all right. There you go. A, a tighter look at the world of Magneto and his many friends. 
Let's uh, <laughs> Dr. Calhoun, more like new Mertens. Mertens. Oh, we see what I you think, did, Dr. Calhoun. Yeah, I think it's it is it's a low bar, but it's easily better than the last four X Men movies. I think for me it goes uh, X Two, uh, First Class, um, X One, New Mutants, Days of Future Past. Where do you put the very one? first one? Oh, you put the first I, one after Days of Future Past. I put the first one after. I, I really like Days of Future Past. And uh, there's the two different versions. There's the uh, Rogue, the Rogue cut where Rogue sends Wolverine back in, in time. But then there's oh. also the Kitty Pride, the original theatrical release where it's uh, Kitty Pride. Yeah. How, where, do you, yeah. where do you put the third one? How far down the list is that? <laughs> like, I think at the very bottom. <laughs> well, no. Dark Phoenix, it's high for... X Men Three okay. and uh, those Dark two can Phoenix those two can hang out together because they belong. They together. can hang out together because they both really effed up one of the greatest storylines in comics. Yeah, what a bummer, man. Yeah, I, I hope they hurry up and Marvel gets their shit going with that. I want to see what they do. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, that's it. We're gonna okay. do. Uh, oh, I got a couple of uh, texts here to read real quick. Um, yeah, they it's, it's are fun here. times. Hold on a second. Here it is. All right, we got one from Craig. Who says, morning, Scott and Brian. Two quick questions. Number one, Brian keeps talking about going to newspapers to set up their computers. Why did he need to go back home? Or sorry, need to go back more than once. Mm. So what's the answer to that? For uh, to to, uh, to install for um, like when when the retail ad department would take over the classified ad or get more people from the classified ad department. Um, you saw... You saw a rise in retail advertising and then a drop in, in classified. So they'd move people over. And so I'd need to go and install the software on, on all their computers. Plus, um, sometimes the trainers would just go out and do training in a in a training lab at the facility and not use the employee laptops that we've already installed things on. So oh, gotcha. Went, um, okay. Yeah, so I'd go back there and just install the training lab. I mean, and then it, also be there to support the trainer. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all follow-up stuff, yeah. too. Like you gotta, It's all follow-up stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're clients, they're customers. I think I went to the Seattle Times more than any other newspaper, and I probably went there four or five times, five or six times. Probably. Oh, you had to go to that airport every time. SeaTac, yeah, yeah. It's like a barren wasteland in there. I hate it. Didn't it didn't used to be as bad as it is, but yeah. It's just gross now. They need to redo it. Yeah. Just saying. They do. So you, yeah. you know what? In Salt Lake International, same problem. And they yeah. did. They redid it. So now we got a new one. So now it's your turn, Seattle. Let's we'll see what exactly. you got. I don't think I've flown into SeaTac in the last um, 15 years. I think the last time Tristan was about 10 and we went on a on a drive down the Pacific Coast Highway from Seattle all the way down to Los Angeles. Oh, nice. Which was incredible yeah that's a cool run there uh his second question what 3d printer does brian recommend to get a hobbyist that would be a step above beginner so they don't need to upgrade too soon yeah uh what would you say there i i've been loving anycubic so i've got the anycubic cobra max and the support that i've gotten from anycubic because i broke off i I printed a, a fan shroud which basically redirects the air from the fans right to the nozzle so that as it's laying down a line of uh, filament, it immediately hardens. Oh, nice. It immediately Marchagay hardens. So <laughs> you, you, uh, you know, as I was building that thing, it mean it meant I had to take off the print head. And as I was doing that, I broke off one of the pins that, uh, that some of the things plug into. As a matter of fact, one of the fans plugs into, I broke off one of the pins. Oops. And, uh, uh, 
And I said, you know, I wrote them an email, said, hey, I bought this thing a month ago. I broke off one of the pins. Tell me how much it'll cost to re, because to, I had to rebuy the whole circuit board that had all of those connections on it. And they're like, no, we want you to be happy and satisfied with your purchase. We are sending one to you. Uh, you'll, you'll have it in a couple of weeks because it does come from China. Yeah. They didn't make me pay for it. They did. They paid for shipping. They paid for the part, wow. even though I completely broke it, fessed up. I broke it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would recommend uh, any of the the any cubic ones that you can get. The Cobra regular is really good. The Cobra Max is what I have, and it's big enough, obviously, to do giant helmets. Yeah. Um, but they're they're by all accounts, their other 3D printers are really really good. All right. Well, there you go. Some recommendations um, for you. And Dice Tomato asks, what, uh, which SLA printer do I have? And I have a uh, Frozen Sonic Mighty 4K. So it's the large format Sonic so that I can, so that I can print ginormous Magnetos. Apparently, apparently I have a Magneto fetish, mm. but I've shown this guy off before. Like you basically, like Magneto. Yeah. That's, a, that's one piece on the, on the Frozen uh, Sonic Mighty. Um, Sonic Mighty sounds like a video game from Sega, and uh, then the, Fro- the Frozen is the DLC. <laughs> and, right, exactly. uh, four K is what you view it in. So there you yeah. go. So <laughs> I think as I do my helmet, I think I'm going to also use the same spray paint on this guy too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That one's awesome. I really like that one. Yeah. Yeah, that came out so clean and yeah, beautiful. Very, very nice. Um, here's one more uh, quick text from Alan, or sorry, Adrian. Who says, Dear Stubing and Bricker. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Except you're a dirty doctor man. That's I'm a sleazeball horn dog uh, doctor that takes advantage of his patients. Yeah, and I'm an overly confident captain who barely does anything on the show. Gopher. Gopher. Please report to my office, Gopher. Gopher, you need to... He's just always... Uh, I, I, you know what? I remember Stubing being different, too. This, this, all this stuff yeah, is different yeah. now. Julie, will you please report to my office? Are you... <laughs> Who's the latest man that's proposed to you, Julie? That's right, Julie. Am I, am I having dinner with the Wilsons tonight in the main deck dinner hall, Julie? It's <laughs> lame. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, says, I do not fully understand. Neither take plums nor leave plums. Can you please explain? Thanks, Adrian. Yes, it's very simple. <laughs> and I'm not going to do the whole thing as if it's, you know, I've never said it before, but yeah. basically it's a riddle, oh, and yeah. the riddle goes like this. You're walking down a single path. In the middle of that path is a tree. There are plums on the tree. It's a plum tree. There are plums yeah. on the tree, and you neither take plums nor leave plums. How is that possible? That's the question. And the answer is, when people finally get around to it, or I have to give them the answer, is there are two plums. So you took a plum and left a plum. And the reason it works is because you say you neither took plums nor left plums. Right. It's, it's plural. plural. So you yeah. took a plum and left a plum. That's how exactly. the riddle works. That's the whole that's, thing. That's, that's the entire thing. Yeah. And, and the the day on the show that you did it, yeah, you you read it in such a way that I don't think you even read it. You neither took plum, no plum, like you had you had uh, stumbled a little bit in just the delivery of it. And mm. I said, well, you just you know you just ignored the tree, and then you neither took or. <laughs> yeah, no, it's actually, and that kind of works actually still. It even does, if I read but, it right, uh, but it, yes, and then people always if, say, well, wait, how's that possible? Well, there are yeah. plums on the tree. You always have to tell people. And then exactly. they have to get their so, head around it, you know? If Carter is ever looking for a a TMS thing to animate, I think the take plums, leave plums discussion yeah. would be 
would be perfect. That would for, be a good uh, one to do. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, I like this title submission just now. Someone, uh, Claire, submitted plum splaining. I like that. <laughs> I wish Icor's again with the plums would be a title because I do like that. Again yeah. with the again plums. Again with the plums. <laughs> Maybe we'll split them. One we'll read, one we'll put in. Who knows? There you go. Exactly. Anyway, thank you both for your text. 801-471-0462 is where you send those. Quick uh, show information today at 3.30 p.m. Me and Brian Dunaway will be doing an episode of Play Retro. We're looking at the old Dragon Quest games. They were also called Dragon... Oh, crap. I always forget the original. Dragon Warrior. Warrior, that's it. Yep. Um, and we'll talk about why the name changed and why they didn't change right away and blah, 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 all that stuff. Uh, so if you're into it, be there. And uh, still recommend highly uh, the newest one, Eleven. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven is real good. It's a very good game. Uh, anyway, I think that's it. Do you have any other shows going on today or sh- uh, anything? Uh, Soundography getting posted today. Uh, finally starting. The, you got to listen to this uh, um, uh, with one of mine. I think it was my recommendal, recommendal, my recommendation for Hammond. So you'll hear what that was yeah. uh, today at soundography.com. Nice. Uh, and a quick yeah. note here to any new patrons that sign up today, okay, and stay for a full 30 days at least, I'm going to send you some free stuff that you don't, that nobody else is going to get, okay? So every once in a while, I like to do this. I like to throw some stickers together and say, hey, here's some free stuff for people that are cool. So sign up today. So it's December 6th. Anybody who signs up on this calendar date, We'll get some free prints in the mail, or free stickers, and maybe some prints. I'll throw it all in together. Patreon.com slash TMS is where to do it. And then if you are uh, signed up today for the first time, you'll get a special email from me asking for your details so I can send those out to you. Uh, Big thanks to everybody who signed up and is already a part of the Patreon family. That's Patreon.com slash TMS. For all other queries, head on over to FrogPants.com slash TMS. If you're here for a song to take us out, I have good news. Brian has one amazing isn't it yep uh i do and this one goes out to our fearless chat room leader i'd say the leader of the tadpole uh she's she's a queen of the bannon kick and her name is Jeannie. uh she says greetings to my favorite hosts of anything ever Aww. i've been at tms live since you started in january 2010 with the result that i'm out of birthday requests so true. So pick me something, cover man. I like Ska, Zydeco, Dixieland, and Calypso. Try that combo, smiley face. Uh, sign Genie. I didn't know Genie liked Ska. Right? That's yeah. amazing. Well, she, I don't know why. It wouldn't, yeah. I just wouldn't have applied that to her. That's that's freaking great. <laughs> well, it's a good thing she does because we play a lot of it here. What we don't play a lot of is Zydeco. You hear you hear that uh, way down in the uh, the Louisiana Bayou and... and uh, uh, and it's always been a favorite of mine. I just really don't get around to playing very much of it. Until today, we got a good one coming up. It is a cover of Aerosmith's Walk This Way. There's a little bit of Scotty here, too. So you do get a combo, uh, Genie. You get uh, Walk This Way by Aerosmith, covered by Zydecosis from their album Zydeco All Night from 2008. Here is Walk This Way. Real young bleeding for 
of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Oh. <laughs>